I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm David Asman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. I'm Trey Yanks. A new short documentary provides a look at Lebanon that is suffering in the wake of a deadly explosion last year, coupled with the COVID-19 pandemic. There is absence of everything. There is a kingdom of absence. So there's no mechanisms uh, or institutions to support these people. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. The humanitarian organization CARE released a short documentary about Lebanon, a country suffering from a variety of socioeconomic problems, government corruption, disorganization, and a series of events has raised prices, sending large groups of people under the poverty line. Since the end of 2019, the Lebanese lira has depreciated around 90%. The people most affected are civilians who have very little support from the government to survive. So basically they... This is the worst outlook of Lebanon over the over the basically lost uh, since the end of the civil war. This is Buzar Hoja, the Care Lebanon country director. Uh, you have uh, still about just about uh, one million refugees, uh, majority bulk of them are Syrian refugees. Then you have Palestinian refugees. Uh, then they were, to make matters worse, you had the Beirut explosion, known as the Beirut blast, which uh, affected uh, some of the most commercial uh, parts of uh, Beirut and Lebanon itself. And uh, Lebanon as a country has been going through the socioeconomic crisis since uh, October 2019. So you have about... Uh, uh, inflation, which is around 90%. So you don't talk anymore about like depreciation of the, of the income, uh, but you talk more about the fading uh, completely of the ability of the Lebanese household to offer the basic meals and the commodities uh, for their own households, for their own families. So this is in a nutshell, uh, some of the uh, uh, picture, an overall picture of the Lebanon. CARE is working on a variety of projects in Lebanon to ensure that civilians have what they need simply to survive. And you and I talked about a year ago now, it'll be a year in August in person about this and the difficulties that not only Lebanese in Beirut, but across the country are facing due to these situations and this series of events that really just uh, impact after impact affected the everyday person. And I think this new documentary short that you've released from CARE really emphasizes the problem and the people who are most affected. It's called Faces of Poverty. Talk to me about this short documentary and the thought behind it to inform people about who is most affected by these events and these decisions. The documentary, documentary Faces of Poverty is basically a testimony of five authentic stories told by Lebanese citizens. So you have five different real characters, very different backgrounds, very different cultures, uh, different ages. And uh, what you see in the documentary is you see the citizens that are rambling with their own vulnerabilities every single day. Uh, what stands up there is their ability to speak up, 
of these vulnerabilities, which makes this personality's courage very hard and rare to find. Um, I remember when, when uh, I got here in Lebanon in, back in 2019, one of the first questions we were asking as care, as, as all of international NGOs, okay, what do we do with uh, in Lebanon? Okay, there's a refugee response, but after that, what, do we have a role here? Do we have any value? I feel that in nine minutes of this documentary, Yusuf, Shadi, Nadine, Jamil, and Noor, these are the five characters, basically, the names of five characters. Their stories, they offer a very compelling argument on why we are all here as international community, be it international NGOs, be it UN agencies, be it also civil society organizations. What's unique about the stories, you'll see it's their dream straight. Uh, these dreams uh, would in many places around the world be just uh, daily routine. Uh, but for uh, like two of teenagers in the documentary, uh, Noor or Shadi, these are unattainable dreams. You know, these dreams are more about life without fear, affording a basic meal, accessing the education, getting a proper adequate uh, place to sleep and live. So it's like, it's like since I've seen this documentary, I've been really using it to remind ourselves of the changes we have to institute so we could make a difference in people's life here in Lebanon. And uh, it's, 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 is that what's really quite powerful that comes from the documentary. It's an unconventional documentary because it doesn't talk about the, any aid distribution, any assistance uh, provisions and all that. It's more about people's stories and showing the reality that they live in and trying to yeah, sensitize the world about what's really happening throughout Lebanon. You've been listening to Bujar Hoja, the Care Lebanon Country Director. You talk about the dreams of the people in this documentary, and that was one of the first things that stood out to me watching it. The first man living under a bridge says, my dream is to have a door and to close it when I sleep. And I paused it watching at that part because it was really powerful just to hear and, and see how simple the dream of this man was. And I think that it's representative, as you note, the dreams that many people have across Lebanon, very simple things in the documentary, talking about having a mobile phone or a car maybe, or being able to afford medicine for a family member. When you look at this from a, a Western lens and a political lens, there's a new administration in the United States, the Biden administration, and they have pledged to not have a, a America first agenda. It's sort of different from what we saw during the Trump administration. And I think we've seen some hope in the international community in terms of civilian needs in places like Lebanon. Are there specific asks that you believe the Lebanese people need to make of a, a new American administration? And what are you looking forward to from the perspective of care about getting more support to provide to these vulnerable civilians? Certainly. Um, I had the chance to speak via trade to U.S. policymakers, um, uh, which are 
quite a critical, essential actor in Lebanon uh, and the region. I would say that the situation is becoming a really dramatic every single day. The cost of living is increasing, and an average income is, as I said, not only depreciating, but in essence, is really fading completely. So it's very challenging for a Lebanese uh, household to survive. So you talk about a situation which is very much uh, resembling the post-conflict in any other part of the country where I've served. It feels as we are living a post-conflict situation 30 years after civil war. It feels that the systems have collapsed, the, there are no mechanisms to support, and it feels that the people have just come out of some conflict that happened not a few months ago, but a few weeks ago, and there is absence of everything. There is a kingdom of absence. So there's no mechanisms uh, or institutions to support these people. So um, this country is quite essential because it has shown a lot of hospitality towards a lot of refugees. They still have the highest number of refugees per capita in the world, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they certainly deserve uh, that helping hand, at least the population that is below 50% of uh, poverty line, and it's increasing every day. Uh, so, and they don't have much voice, or they don't have much say. So U.S. being one of the key foreign uh, donors uh, could play a critical role in uh, galvanizing the movement of international community in salvaging what is to be uh, saved here in uh, Lebanon as a country and in communities per se. You talk about a country which has a stunning um, diverse cultures and communities, so it's very important that that gets preserved and that gets supported. And the only way that the people see as a support is the international community and the civil society, international NGOs that are currently serving here in Lebanon. My last question has to do with the future of Lebanon. What happens if the international community ignores Lebanon and the issues facing the civilians there? Are we looking at a scenario where Lebanon could could head towards a failed state or could head towards a a, a larger hotbed of, of violence in the region? I mean, what are some of the consequences if the humanitarian needs of Lebanon are ignored? I mean, it's going to be uh, doomed to be uh, uh, fragmented even further. So you have a state which was uh, very much uh, divided as a society, uh, but somehow they continue to sustain themselves over the years. And if there is no support from international community, what happens is that with all the socioeconomic crisis, it's very normal, even in other contexts, that the people that live in such a different, divided sectarian uh, communities, that they will have fear from one another. So they will go back to their roots, to their uh, sectarian base, which means that the country will get more and more fragmented 
besides being a failed state, it's going to be a quite, a, it's like it's going to be a ticking bomb. So it's a quite important that there is a intervention and there is a support provided so that, that, that the fear doesn't escalate into, it doesn't exacerbate into some uh, unnecessary tension in the forthcoming period. Always appreciate your perspective on people of Lebanon and learning more about the work that CARE is doing on the ground. Bujar Hoja, the CARE Lebanon country director, joining us once again on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Bujar, thank you. Thank you for having me, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.